God? Yeah, I don't, I'm going to just stay up there. <laughs> A year of new beginnings. Let's get rolling. Amen? You see uh, tracks, train tracks here? Glory to God. People get ready. There's a train coming, picking up passengers from coast to coast. (laughs) Hallelujah. Glory. Uh, While you're basking in God's anointing and your cup is overflowing... You know, your, our cups are filled by faith. Say, my cup, my cup is filled by faith. God is a great God, and he's a giver. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. But uh, turn with me to Ephesians chapter 2, if you would, please. See, God said... And we shared it last week that there's two words that we need to hear, believe, receive, and act upon for 2018. And it's interesting. The Spirit of God always gives things to the church. He works with us. You know, the Psalms, David said that, What is man that thou takest thought of him he's but dust (laughs) in the natural but man aren't you glad that we're spirit beings made in his image and likeness sure am am. hallelujah in Ephesians chapter 2 thank you Dennis The two words were this, new beginnings. And I encourage you, if if you would like to hear that word again and meditate on it, it is available on the website, gnfwc.com. gnfwc.com, Good News Family Worship Center abbreviation.com. And when a screen comes up or the website, you enter it, there's a place for listening to messages audio. And uh, you can click on that and listen to the messages that are preached. And uh, I'm not going to go over those verses from last week. They're there for your edification and for your feeding. Interesting thing about the scriptures we looked at last week, Dick Mills, a prophet of the Lord who's now home with the Lord, well-respected in the kingdom of God, spoke three of those verses that we shared or portions of Scripture we shared last week to this house ten years ago. Spoke them. Two of them for new beginnings, for good news. Two of the different passages. And one was for stamina, spiritual stamina for the body here. You know, when God gives a word, it's eternal. It's as good today as it was March 22nd of 2008. That's when he prophesied that at Good News. It's still living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword if it's of God. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) Praise God. 
So when I heard that word, new beginning, and Carol got it in the spirit as well, others, uh, and it was confirmed in the body of Christ through credible ministries. I don't look for granola bar Christians that are just out there grabbing anything in the airwaves. I, I'm, we, we want to hear what God is saying. And it's important that you just don't have an individual relationship with the God with God by yourself. Proverbs 18.1 says, A man who isolates himself seeks his own desires and wages against all wise judgment. He's, 1 Corinthians 12.18 says that God sets the members in the body as he pleases. And the inference there isn't as they chooses. Christians have a responsibility to hear from God where he wants them to attend and connect. Amen? And then, then you can go through difficult times. Every, every, is there anybody here in your natural family situation that you haven't had good times and tough times? It's no different in the house of God. I'm not confessing for tough times. Come on, tough times. Yes, in Jesus' name, I want tough times. Yes, in Jesus' name, more tough times, more tests, more trials. You, you, they just come. Amen. They just come. Hallelujah. Thank God we have the word to stand on. <laughs> but in Ephesians chapter 2, and I'm using this to talk about the second word the Lord gave us, and it was favor, divine favor. And one of the definitions of grace is the favor of God. And anytime I hear the word grace, it's like by default I go to Ephesians 2, 8. Verse 8, Josh. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Hallelujah. Just leave it up there. By grace, you and I have been saved from eternal damnation, from eternal torment in hell. From eternal separation from the presence of God. This is a good salvation. Through faith. A long life's journey, whenever it was that you gave your faith, put faith in Christ and you gave your life to him. You acted on what you heard. You acted, whether it was from human agency or by the Holy Spirit himself. The Holy Spirit draws us to him. Sometimes he uses human agency. And I tell you what, he's going to be using you a lot if you let him. To be the agent that communicates and shares the Father's love with someone around you. You want your family to be saved? Help win somebody else's family. You want your family to be saved? Help somebody else's family get saved. Give. And it will be given unto you. Press down, shaking together, running over, shall men give unto your bosom. Of course, there's a, multiple applications you can use that for. But you are saved by grace through faith. And grace is this in the, in the Greek. I love the definition. In the, in the denomination we grew up in, grace was unmerited favor. 
you heathen dog. <laughs> you know, it just <laughs> unmerited favor. You didn't deserve it. It's like, oh God. It was it wasn't communicated like that, but it was perceived like that. Unmerited favor. It's like well, I was a sin worm. I was just a sin worm. You know, didn't deserve God at all. I got saved, and I'm still a sin worm. No. I got saved and I became a son. I went from worm to son. That's a miracle, isn't it? (laughs) So grace means this. It's the kindness of God. Kindness. Now, we know that's one of the fruit of the spirit. But you are God's grace to a lost and dying world. You're God's grace to the body of Christ. You're an expression of it. You and I, we are expressions of God's grace, of his kindness. So with that, there's a responsibility to be a steward of the kindness of God. I'm a preaching better and you're responding. I, I know it's sinking in. And then we're in that pool, P-O-O-L of his presence today. But you need to hear the word of the Lord, and it's your choice to believe it. When you believe it, you receive it, just like Mary. The things of the kingdom work very similar to that whole experience in Luke 2. She heard the word of the Lord, the intent and purpose of God, but she would not have carried that child if she had a different reaction. God would have had to use somebody else. Be it done unto me according to your word. She was impregnated. She heard it. She believed it. She received it. Right? She acted on it. And acted on it. Be it done to me according to your word. And what happened? The rest is history in it. We're part of the history. We're part of his story. So grace, leave that verse up. Josh. We're saved by grace through faith. So grace, God's kindness. Please embrace this. This year, new beginning for you and I. We are grace bearers. We are grace diffusers. Paul said this, that we are the fragrance of Christ to some, an aroma of life to others, an aroma of death. Not because we're cursing them, it's because they reject the the good news that we're sharing. Uh, Amen? So we're a fragrance. We're a fragrance of his wisdom. We're a fragrance of his love. We're a fragrance of the kingdom. So by grace, this, this word of the Lord, a brand new beginning for you and I, you know what? 2017's done. It's, it's, it's over, y'all. And there were things that were in 2017 that were helping, hopefully, that helped build you up and I up for 2018 to prepare us. It's not just to occupy and drudger, drudgeringly 
work our way through by grace, through faith, crawling into 2018. God's done with the crawling. God's done with the belly aching. He's like, come on, sons and daughters, you're my seed. I want you to stand up and be counted. Hallelujah. Don't. And as he knew what he was getting into when he chose us. I love that song. Because I'm not perfect. I'm being perfected. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Let me say it this way. Sin for one is not sin for another. Necessarily. The Bible has amazing impact that if your heart condemns you about something, it could be right for your neighbor. But your heart's condemning you, you know, condemning, convicting you. You feel in your heart, that's sin for me. That's okay. It's sin for you. Amen. That's what the scripture says. Because you have a conscience. You have an individual personal relationship with God. Sin to one may not be sin to another. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? Well, let me give you an extreme. I'm a very routine guy. Routine. Don't mess with my devotion time. To miss my devotion time is sin to me. May not be sin to you. And that's not a discredit to you or any way, shape, or form. But I have built certain disciplines in my life that if I don't do it, my day doesn't go right. I, I established this in my personal experience. I will not eat physical food till I've eaten spiritual food. So, and I've, listen, I've done it. I have done it. But when I do it, I feel horrible. I do. It's like the Holy Spirit's in there. Yo, you made a covenant with me. Yo. (laughs) It doesn't necessarily come across that way, but I feel it in there. It's like, you're compromising on your discipline. Come on, son. Hold fast. Amen. So I had the freedom to incorporate in that to my experience. Why? Because I got news for you. Hunger is a great motivator. Hunger motivates you. Don't think it's not. It's one of the greatest motivations on the earth. So grace is the kindness of God. It means, secondly, his favor. His benevolence. Say benevolence. Now, it's his grace in me and his grace in you that empowers us to be his expression in the earth. Stop seeing what we're not and let's see who we are in him. We need to stop seeing our failures, stop seeing our, our, our sin patterns as uh, that we're in bondage to it. Whatever it may be, if, if that's the case. In the name of Jesus Christ, he, the son, whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Get it locked back into your, to your testimony. Get it locked back into your declaration. I am free from any and every sin by grace through faith. The blood of the Lamb is greater than the temptation of the devil. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. 
I will fulfill the desires of my father 2018. I'm going to be a greater light. I have a brand new beginning. He's offered to me and made available to me. Hallelujah. That doesn't mean we lose everything we had to date. Everything that's good is part of is the foundation for what we're, our future is holding for you and I in 2018. Valerie, you're going to have a great impact. You, Wallflower, are going to have a great impact on the folks that you encounter, that you bring the love of God, the life of God, the joy of the Lord. I heard what the Lord said to you last week. Hallelujah. You're going to get some of the weight off of your shoulders by grace through faith, receiving that word that even with the house, glory to God, they're going to be like, okay, God, they're your kids. Did you dedicate your kids? Mm Mm-hmm. Some, we dedicated our kids too, and there were times it took a lot of faith to let them go. Because we still wanted to, you know, have that input into their life. Walk by me, not by faith. <laughs> so grace also means this the benevolence of God. Everywhere you and I walk, saints. God's benevolence is witnessed and encountered. That's his love, his mercies. Do you know anybody that needs mercy that you, your, your path crosses on a pretty regular basis? Communicate his mercy to him. When's the last time you told someone, hey, man, we've all sinned for sure of the glory. If you're walking with God, people already have you marked. If you're a true, if you have a witness, if you, if you have a witness, and if you've expressed your testimony to some way, shape, or form, you're already marked. Oh, you're one of those. <laughs> but no, we're, we are going to experience God's favor personally, but we're going to be his favor to the world. In the first place God gives you and I, he gives us two places that are primary, and that is in our family, in our family home, amongst our family members, and then in the house of God, the church family. To what? To express his kindness, his benevolence to one another. Amen? Amen. Thirdly, it is this, and this is huge for, 2000, for your life every day, but for 2018. Grace is the divine influence upon one's soul with regard to salvation and all of its benefits. God's divine influence upon our souls with regard to salvation and all of its benefits. Hallelujah. And it doesn't trump. I'm going to put it this way. It joins our responsibilities in life. Because Paul said in him, we live and move and have our being. So everywhere you and I go, we are literally a representation of the grace of God. Now that in and of itself should bring a a, a good conviction in our life of responsibility. But a lot of the church don't, you know, this entitlement mentality that has flooded our nation. It's the spirit of Antichrist. Is the result of the spirit of antichrist. I don't deserve anything, but everything that God has merited to me by his grace, 
I need to be a good steward of. Amen? This entitlement mentality, well, the government needs to take care of me. Well, God needs to take care of me. He will. But what about this verse? When's the last time you pulled this? He who doesn't work, don't eat. There was a, the mayor of Bordentown several years ago. Anybody that was on, on welfare, they had to work and clean city streets. They had to go out there just like, you know, the uh, Turnpike Commission or whatever else, the different places that they have city workers that go out there with the poles and pick up the papers that people are littering. If you're on welfare, you're going to do something. And I thought, wow, dear Lord, let the nation hear about what's happening in Bordentown. Amen? No, unless your physical, unless it's a legitimate physical thing, not everybody asks to be out of work. Being out of work isn't a, a disparaging thing. It, it can happen. But what are you going to do if that happens? Be fruitful and multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion. They are the commands of the Father. He doesn't say, hey, your circumstances are going to limit you from being my fruit in the earth. Mm-mm. No, I'm going to be fruitful and multiply. How do I do it? If there's no job and no employment at the moment, how do I be fruitful and multiply? You get wisdom. You get resources. You don't sit on your blessed insurance in front of a TV with your clicker. You get your butt out of the house and you say, and, and, and you get wisdom. How do I produce? How can I be fruitful? How can I multiply? I want to take sinners to heaven. I want to share the love of God with those who are lost and dying around me. Amen? So, God's divine influence upon our souls with regard to salvation and all of its benefits. You and I carry that. And what message are we taking out? That's why we need a new beginning. Because many of us have not been letting our light shine the way it needs to shine, the way God wants our light to shine. His light to shine through us. Amen? No, that's not a criticism. It's just like, all right, 2017 and my Christian experience up until December 31st of 2017, it's changing. My life is changing. I'm getting on board with the word of the Lord for the now. What What did the writer of Hebrews say? Now, faith is. Not yesterday, now. Glory to God, now faith is. <laughs> Amen? Say it. Now, faith is. Now, the word in my heart. Now, the word of the Lord for me. New beginning, 2018. Favor, hallelujah. Not only to me, but through me. And I want to say this too. If you believe that, you receive it and you start acting on it. How does it increase in your life to believe it? By saying it. By you, remember last week we looked at it in Second Chronicles 20. Believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. Believe his prophets and you'll prosper. Don't believe his prophets and you won't prosper. That's the other side of that coin. Amen? Right? If I don't believe the word of the Lord, I'm not going to have any fruit. But if I believe it, glory to God, 2018 is going to be over to the top. Hallelujah. I am his fragrance. 
Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. If New Jersey's the armpit of the body of Christ, glory has got a reason and purpose. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Isn't that a great testimony for New Jersey? Yeah, you're the armpit of the body of Christ. Or the armpit of the United States, rather. And the reason they said that, at one point in time, New Jersey was the toxic waste dump of the, of the whole country. I don't know if you knew that. That's why they said that. But there's a shift. God had said through his prophets this about New Jersey, of which you and I are part of. It was through either Dutch Sheets or Chuck Pierce that the Holy Ghost said New Jersey is called to be the watchman state. Now, he could say that they traveled all 52 states. But... I, th- that wasn't said over another state. It was said over New Jersey, a watchman state in the spirit. Hallelujah. That's pretty awesome. I said to Carol, I said, with this new beginning, what I'm really sensing, even for my own life, is that when they were trying to rebuild the walls, Nehemiah rebuilding the walls and putting, hanging the new gates on Jerusalem that had been burnt. They, he stationed himself. Of course, there was the enemy. Anytime God wants to move, you have to understand. The enemy is going to fight it. Why? Because we're gaining territory. We're taking back what the enemy had stolen. And you're ordained, appointed to take back what the enemy has stolen. Hallelujah. There are individual situations that you'll do that. But that's why Jesus sent them out in twos as well. There are kingdom purposes that you, we need the family of God, we need to buddy up with. We need to go out in twos. We need to go out and start doing things together. We need to do things, man. I'll tell you what, Todd White, I tell you, he didn't need nobody. If nobody wanted to go, Todd went. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray for 10 people a day, and uh, no, whether they want it or not. Todd went out. Glory to God. <laughs> Why? And as a baby Christian. He caught something in the spirit. He caught Mark 16. These signs will follow those who believe. And he believed it. He heard it. He read it. He believed it as a child and began to do it. And then what happened? Nine months he did it. And he said he wasn't seeing it. Didn't seemingly see any results, but he believed. And then after nine months or whatever it was, we saw the testimony here. A guy in the guard shack. He's working in a guard shack. A guy pulls up. Or he pulled up and the guy was in, no, he was in the guard shack actually working as a guard security at that point. A guy pulled up and he had all kind of pain and somehow they got to talking and Todd, Todd just sensed the unction for the function with the gumptions. Can I pray for you? Which had become a habit. I'll tell you what, that would be a good habit in, out of, in our lives. Can I pray for you? Something simple. Oh, thus saith the Lord God of Israel. No. Can I pray for you? Is there anything you need prayer for? That simple, saints, is an opening. Creates an opening. Almost everybody needs prayer for something. Well, you know what? Even if it's not personal, I, my neighbor is really, let's pray for your neighbor. And you just voice it. Take control. Operate. Release your faith. Believe with them. They'll experience Christ in you. They'll experience the Father's love. And I'll tell you what, it's going to put... A little joy in your dance in your step. You start giving the life of God to others. And I'll tell you what, you, it comes back on you in every wave. 
cast your bread upon the water. Well, who is the bread of life? How about a different things in finances here? Cast the bread upon the water and it'll come back on every cast the word upon humanity. It's going to come back on you on every wave. Amen. First benefit of God's grace for you and I is the revealing and listen, and this is the first benefit people are going to experience of his grace through you to them this year. If you believe, receive and act on it. The first benefit of God's grace is the revealing to us. It was in our experience, but to, to those around us of their need of a savior and who the savior is. Isn't that a good thing that the Holy Spirit uses the love of God that's been shed abroad in our hearts by him to communicate that with others? We said our faith that this coming year that there would be double the attendance here, not because of numbers, not because of finances, but because of souls, because of lives that need to be equipped, souls that need to be won. We need an appetite for souls. Hallelujah. Amen. Right? Amen. Shikaba. The first benefit is the revealing of the need of a savior and who the savior is. The second benefit of God's grace in you and through you. Is choosing. You believing that you're going to have the privilege to lead people to Jesus and help them through the sinner's prayer. It, you, you sharing the leading people to Christ and you and in their receiving Christ. Don't forget this. What gift did you receive when you got born again? What was the gift you and I received? His righteousness. His righteousness. What did it say in Ephesians chapter 2? We are, I'm sorry, verse 8. For by grace you have been saved through faith, not that of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Well, what's the gift? His righteousness. Imputed into us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Just like Mary said, be it done unto me according to your word. And she was impregnated with the king of kings and lord of lords. You and I experience the word of God the same way. Be it done unto me this year, Lord. I believe your prophets. I believe that this is a brand new year of new beginnings for me and divine favor. Personally and in me and through me. In me or to me, in me and through me. To me, in me and through me. Divine favor. It's more than a confession. It's my experience. Well, what's going to set you and I up for the experience? Acting on the word of God. Loving one another. Think of, listen, today's not, you know, we can't forget about the foundation of what God's been laying here and saying over the past year through 2017. Over the past six months particular, the things that God was pointing out and trying to establish in our house. In our lives. He's setting us up. He's preparing you and I. He's equipping us. That's what the Bible says. The more we believe and the more we receive and the more we act on it, we'll see greater fruit and more fruit in our lives. 
God doesn't want you and I to be computers just stored with knowledge. He wants us to be fruitful, light-bearing, light-producing sons and daughters of God. Life-producing sons and daughters of God. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Hallelujah. In me is life, and his life in me is the light of men. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I Listen, I need this as much as you do. I want a fire, a fresh fire again with a heart for souls to get saved. Amen. It's got to matter to you and I that somebody is right on the threshold. We don't know how long our neighbor has to live. The Bible says tomorrow isn't promised to humanity. It's not. I believe you can have 120 years. Name one person that has lived 120 years. Except for Moses And the old time saints before the flood. Tomorrow's not promised. What family members are, are, are possibly right there at the threshold of eternity and damnation? It's got to start clicking. Hey, it's got to start clicking. There has to be concern in us for our family members. Not on an accident, not accidentally or, oh, just, oh, yeah, you know what? I really do want my family to be saved. Do something about it. That's right. That's right. We have to, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we have to do something about it. We have to do something. It, and listen, this is a good place to start. God. I don't have a burden for my family. I don't. Just being honest. Please, Spirit of God, fill me with your Father's heart for my family. Help me see the urgency of of their lives being in eternity. Remove the veil from my eyes and from my heart, God. That it would be tender towards those that you desire to be saved. Help me have a greater hunger for the salvation of my family, for my friends, my neighbors, in Jesus' name. That's where it starts. But don't just get up and pray it and just go on with life. Let God break us. You know, the... A lot of people are criticized because of the way the old timers used to pray. God, break us with the things that break your hearts. Break our hearts with the things that break your hearts. Isaiah said, run the heavens and come down. We want your presence so desperately. We don't want just charismatic goosebumps. We want the real, tangible presence of almighty God. Because only God can change a person's heart. Only he can change ours. Sometimes, it, you know, it's by default and it sneaks up on us. We don't realize it. it's like, you ought to be glad I'm saved. We don't think that way. I'm saved. Praise God. I'm going to heaven. Thank you, Jesus. That ain't enough. That's not the plan. Rejoice that you're saved. 
What did David do? At a low point, restore to me the joy of my salvation. After he had committed such an atrocity, he shed covenant blood, putting Uriah out at the head of the army because he had sex with Bathsheba and got her pregnant. Did everything in his power to try to cover it. God said, "Mm -mm. you're not covering this one. Uriah had enough integrity. He would not even David bring his home from the army and says, listen, listen, you're, I'm proud of you. You're my captain. You can have some intimate time with your wife. He tried to do everything in his power to hide the sin. Uriah slept on the doorstep. Wouldn't even go into the house. Because it was wrong. The Bible says that David committed the sin because it was the time for kings to be at war. Kings! Not just the, not just the soldiers. The leader is supposed to be there. Say, there they are. Let's go. And he's, he, a leader brings strength. It's like, hey, why should I be in this battle if, the, if, the, if even General Patton was there? He wasn't doing the actual things, but he was there. The people heard his voice. The people heard his commands. Was the guy playing with a full deck? I don't know. But he was a great general. People feared him. And loved him. We, we have to take this to a different level. A brand new beginning. Listen, I... I'm happy on the inside. I, I sense a joy. I really do because my faith is activated in the word of the Lord. I'm believing for brand new beginnings for not just me, but for you. And listen, that the Bible says in, in 2 Corinthians 3 that we are being transformed from glory to glory into the same image as Jesus. Amen. Well, with transformation in your life, you and I being conformed more to his image, there's responsibility that comes with it. It's growth. We're not toddlers anymore. We can't, we can't stay in a teenage Christian spiritual state. We have to become adults in the kingdom. Romans 8 says something very unique. Creation. And it's true. And it has to be true. It's in the word. Creation itself cries out for sons of God. The weoi, the mature saints of God. To come forth before the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are, I, I, I pray and we pray that this house, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. This house will fulfill the destiny of God for their lives. We will be on God's page and by faith. And I'll tell you what, it's going to get uncomfortable in here. If you're not willing and obedient, it's going to get uncomfortable being in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why? Because God's saying, come up higher. Church, burn brighter. Church, do the works of the Father. You're not a bless me club. You're my plan. Hallelujah. <laughs> ah. 
<laughs> this ain't going the way I had planned. The third benefit of the favor of God for us personally, but how about to those you neighbors of yours? How important do you really believe the baptism of the Holy Spirit is in your experience? You hear it all the time in this house. You hear it all the time. The third benefit of God's grace is the baptism of the Holy Ghost and the evidence of speaking in other tongues. This positions us, but those around us, should they, should, as they, not should they, as they receive, we're, we have to believe they're going to get saved. We have to believe that who we have and what we have is going to want, cause something in them, a desire, create a desire in them. This is God's plan. That as we true witnesses of the Lamb, sharing the love of God, being benevolent, being kind, amen, doing the works of the Father, they're going to be attracted to the Son of God. What do you have? It's not what I have. Like <laughs> Peter and John, silver and gold. It's not what we have. It's who we have. Hallelujah. (laughs) Amen. Praying in tongues positions us to build ourselves on our holy faith and empowers us to supernaturally live and walk the Christian life. Why wouldn't we share that with others? Bible says, don't get in arguments with folk. Don't worry about brothers or sisters that don't believe in speaking in tongues or think it was for just for the apostles, just the beginning of the early church. Don't get into disputes. You just, it's like a guy in a Rolls Royce pulling up to a Volkswagen and the Volkswagen arguing about which is the better vehicle. God bless you. Have a good day. (laughs) Drive off in your Rolls Royce. I'm talking about the Rolls Royce of praying in tongues. We don't have an inferior gift. We've been given and blessed to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Jesus said, you'll receive power. Do you really believe it? Do we really believe it? Oh, we can quote it. Oh, Acts 1, 8, and you shall receive power and the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the other most parts of the earth. Hallelujah. Yeah, and. And. (laughs) you shall receive power dunamis creative power the same things you see the galaxies being still framed out by that's the power that lives on the inside of us to be what a witness brand new beginning I purpose, oh, God, help me. Help us. Help us be that witness this year with joy. Hallelujah. <laughs> I don't know about you, but how many of you remember when you, you, you got your permit to drive? Huh? Anybody, were you looking forward to it? Come on, man. You hit 13. As soon as you hit the 13, it's like, oh, man, 16. Whew. Whew. Only three years away. Some of us drove before 16, but we won't go there. Amen. I mean, can you remember taking, studying for your driver's test? You're going to be legal. Hallelujah. And when you took your driver's test, this pumper was going. 
Huh? Oh, please don't let me miss a K turn. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Uh, let me make sure I don't forget to put my seatbelt on all the stuff. It's like, huh? But man, when they said you passed, woo! Glory to God. There was work involved. But there was also, with this newfound joy, great responsibility behind the will. You're driving something that can produce life or produce death. Well, you and I have received a gift that produces life. Do you remember what Jesus said in John 15? I'm going to close. You didn't choose me. I knew what I was getting into when I chose you. I knew what I was getting into when I called your name. I called you just the same. You're not an accident. You're God's plan. Please stand. Wait, I'm sorry, sit. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sorry. Well, that's okay. I will. Please stand. And then we're, I'm going to ask you to sit down for just another moment. I want to pray with the preaching. Let's open our hearts to him. I hope you know my heart. You know, I feel a minute at an intersection in the, in the time clock of God. And it's almost like one of those intersections where there's five different streets converging. Five points or something like that. Interesting. Five points, grace. And there's a, a road that God wants you and I to drive down. And there's a lot of choices, but there's only one that takes us to the place where he wants us to go. Directly. Holy Spirit, we are all unique and fearfully and wonderfully made. Truly, we are chosen by you to be your witnesses. And Lord, that we're not, we're not, by faith, we're not going to allow our past to determine our future. We're letting go of any of the, the stuff that weighed us down in 2017, hindered us that kept our faith, as it were, and from being activated with the things that are so important to you. So we choose today to embrace what you're saying, and speaking to the, to the church, to our hearts, to our lives, to this house. And it's by your grace and through faith we do it. We are able... The two spies with the good report guy said this. 
Moses said, you know the story. Ten of them came back with an evil report. <clears throat> Joshua and Caleb said, we are able to go up and take that country and possess the land from Jordan to the sea. Though the report of the ten giants are there, though they might be there our way to hinder, our God will give us victory. They're just bigger targets. What's our report? We are able to share our faith with Christ, of Christ with others. We are well able to go forth from Jordan to the sea. Father, for the places that our foot trods, as you promised Abraham, wherever his foot would trod, that you would give him that to possess. So, Lord, wherever our feet trod, that we will truly believe that you're the new beginning you've given us and entrusted to us for this new phase of growth and fruitfulness. That truly our life will be a greater inspiration for those around us as we share your love and do your works for your glory for the benefit of the kingdom and for our joy in Jesus precious name. Amen. Please be seated a moment. <clears throat> and this isn't about, this is just to keep us all aware and it's, it's very urgent prayer requests and things that have happened this week. <clears throat> is it okay to share about Kelly? Hon? Kelly masters with, uh, uh Dining for Dignity. She has the outreach for uh, to bring awareness to New Jersey about human trafficking. And also, they have an outreach to strip clubs. But she called this week. Yeah. <laughs> 